0: This is Women Road Warriors with Shelly Johnson and Kathy DeCaro. From the corporate office to the cab of a truck, they're here to inspire and empower women in all professions. So gear down, sit back, and enjoy.
1: Welcome to Women Road Warriors with Shelly Johnson and Kathy DeCaro. We're a show that works to inspire and empower women in every profession and lifestyle, including the office, trucking, the trades, and even motherhood. We power women on the road to success. We tackle all kinds of topics, and we work to encourage women to be their very best with informative guests and women who've been champions. I'm Shelley.
2: And I'm Kathy.
1: No topic is taboo on our rig. We tackle the tough topics along with the not-so-tough topics. And we like to feature experts and celebrities who can assist women in being the very best they can be. Too many times in life, we're rocked off the rails and we feel like we're headed for a train wreck. It takes endurance and strength to get us back on track. Sometimes we have to pull the strength from inside of us with an external source of inspiration that gives us the ability to heal our wounds. Sam Roark is a rising star in country music. She's an example of someone who could find the healing power of something bigger. She's had her share of serious trials and tribulations, but she's been able to regain her focus and her inner fire with the power of music. Sam says songs are the medium that empower experiences to heal. It's been proven that music helps people rejuvenate and reconnect. It's also a universal language that unites people around the world. Music is the common thread of inspiration that's made Sam who she is today. She was born in the heart of the Appalachian Mountains. She began playing piano and singing at four years of age. But her childhood was not easy. It was a life of abuse that later led to drug addiction. Sam felt her life was gone by the age of 18, except for the one love she could count on—music. She hit rock bottom after the tragic loss of her mother and nearly gave up on her dreams— but she was able to get things back on the rails. The fire inside her ignited again, and music gave her the second chance at life. She teamed up with a talented group of producers in Nashville and began her ascent to the top with the help of her backup band, The Real Good. She's now making waves on the music scene and was nominated for over six major indie awards in 2020. This year, Sam won Female Vocalist of the Year in the Josie Music Awards. Sam plays to sold-out shows and has headlined in Nashville and off-Broadway. She's a true example that life can begin again if you keep the fire that ignites you burning. You can be who you want to be. We wanted to learn more about this exceptional artist and her story, so we invited her on the show. Welcome, Sam. Thank you for being with us. Hey, Shelley. Thank you for having me. You know, wow. That's all I can yeah, say. Yeah, just
2: wow. Yeah, me too. Wow.
1: You've had a powerful comeback and your music's terrific. You've been nicknamed America's honky tonk angel. I love that. I really admire your courage and tenacity and how you've let your past fuel your incredible journey to the top. Congratulations on all your achievements.
3: Thank you all so much. It has been a ride. It has been a journey, truly. Um, Music saved me and I've only had one constant love. You said it exactly perfect. And that's been music in my life. Um, My childhood was very, very dark. It was very hard. I grew up in an extremely abusive home. Um, By the age of 15, I was estranged from my family. In Appalachia, there's a terrible drug epidemic here. There is a meth epidemic and an opioid epidemic, and I fell victim to the meth epidemic. I was manufacturing methamphetamine by the time I was 16 years old in one of the largest meth manufacturing rings in the nation. Um, I was homeless by 16, fully on the streets by myself. At 17 years old, I was charged as an adult with about six felonies and four misdemeanors. And I was given a chance at a rehabilitative program called Drug Court, that as long as I completed that, that program, I would have all my charges taken away. So that was my first chance at life, but I had to figure out how to live, how to stay sober. And there was only one thing that could keep me sober, and that was music. And once I began to focus on my music, my drug addiction started to become so much of a, a, a faint memory. It's like music just consumed me and healed me. And it's been that way for 12 years now.
1: Beautiful. Congratulations. You are an inspiration and a champion Ooh. for people who feel lost and, and helpless. The fact that you were able to find that focus and rekindle your life and who you are, it really was a blessing.
3: It was. It, it saved my life Um I was definitely going to die. There is no other way to put it. I would not be Mm -hmm. here. I would have died very, very soon. I would not have lived to see 20 years old. There's no way. Um, I weighed about 95 pounds soaking wet when they arrested me. Um, In jail was probably the first time that I had had solid food in over a year that I could count on every day uh food insecurity being homeless struggling every single day is something that i'll never ever forget
2: i was i was homeless for only seven days and it was the longest hardest seven days of my life out of all the trauma that i've, I've experienced being homeless was absolute I was like the root cellar of rock bottom you know people say you're a rock bottom yeah no i i was deeper than that it was just absolutely horrible so I can understand um, with, with yeah. you with the, on that point is terrible.
3: Yeah, I don't think that we truly understand fear until, until we that kind of bottom. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, for sure. Sam,
1: it had to be especially hard for you. You were so young. I mean, you really didn't have any life experience to mm-hmm. grab onto at that point.
3: No, I didn't. And the only life experience I had, unfortunately, came from really terrible people. So I
2: didn't right? have I know
0: the
2: right yeah. People. yeah. You have no role model, you have nothing. Yeah. You know, you know, and life doesn't come with a handbook, so you try to yeah. figure it out.
1: Yeah. 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 And we all need champions in our lives. And you you didn't have we any do. from the sounds of it.
3: I didn't. Um the the only constant person I've had in my life was my uncle who I refer to as my dad. He adopted me when I was young. He tried to do the best that he could for me, but as I've gotten older and I've gotten to let him see me live sober, you know, he's my best friend. He's my, he's my biggest fan. He's, he's always there for me. Um, and for him to get to see me get sober and find success and grow and find love in my life. Um, that is the one thing that I'm the most thankful for.
1: You know, that's humans need love. We're always in search of it. We cannot survive without love. I mean, they've done studies of infants. If they are not nurtured, they don't survive. We need to belong to something, to someone. And it is so unfortunate with children when they're in an abusive situation, they're looking up to people who are really the enemy in so many ways.
3: Yeah. And by the time I was adopted by my uncle, I was 14. So, Mm The majority of my life, the course of my life, had already been set by two raging alcoholics. My mother and my stepfather were raging alcoholics, and they couldn't take care of themselves, let alone me. And, you and unfortunately, ch- I was the brunt of their abuse.
1: Yeah. Children so often are. And then they feel guilty because they don't know. They think that they're the object of the problem. Yeah. hmm
2: Well, they're led to believe that it's their fault, too. So you grow up, you're young and you're you're already believe you're already um, drowning in guilt for something that's not even yours. Yeah. Yeah,
3: and That guilt that I mean, you nailed it. That guilt is so heavy that we carry around. We feel like it's our fault and women, especially in abusive relationships, feel like it's their fault. And and it's it's not. Mm -hmm. It's such a hard mentality to break.
2: Oh, it is. I know. Yes,
1: I know. The cycle. Yeah. Because if you come from an abusive environment as a child, you're going to choose abusive situations in adulthood because that's all you know. Yeah. It's kind of interesting how the human mind works that way. But I think it's a blessing, Sam, that you had music at a young age. So, I mean, you already had a catalyst that could get you going in the the proper direction and something to hang on to.
3: Yeah. I remember sitting in my room. um, I would just go and hide with my piano. And I would sit and I would write songs by myself when I would be scared or when something wrong would have happened. And I just remember that safety. It's the only safety that I've ever felt in my entire life. Music has just been that one constant.
1: With music, you could create your own world.
2: Yeah. And that's what I did to survive as a child. Mm -hmm. You're very fortunate. A lot of people don't have that. Yeah. Yeah. I know I didn't. I growing up, my my escape was the doghouse, right? So that was the only safe place I had. Yeah, you yeah. literally you
1: literally went in the doghouse, didn't you? Kathy? Literally,
2: yeah. And then he came and he ended up shooting the dog and then I had really nowhere to go. So oh, it was wow. awful. Yeah. Yeah. But at least music, I mean, God has blessed you in so many ways. Like and the fact that you you latched onto it. Yeah. You know, and and created a, a world for yourself that look at you now. That, that's fabulous. You made my day. Thank yeah. you.
3: I uh, Thank you. I mean, it's it's definitely been a God thing. Um, God gave it to me because he, I guess, just knew I needed it. Yeah. He made sure. sure that I had music there always. There's never been a time in my life when music wasn't there.
1: Sam, you're inspiring so many people with the healing power of music. Your songs run the gamut in styles and messaging. You're doing so much, and it's no wonder that you're a rising star. Your diverse styles have a wide appeal. I wanted to feature a couple of your songs. Here's one I think our listeners will really like. It's called Grits, Girls Raised in the South.
3: She's sweet as mama's iced tea. Gotta buy like her daddy. She's strong, like the boots on her feet Smooth as a rock, skipping into the creek She'll char, like a southern belle Then raise some
0: for more of Women Road Warriors, coming up. Dean Michael, the tax doctor here. I have one question for you. Do you want to stop worrying about the IRS? If the answer is yes, then look no further. I've been around for years. I've helped countless people across the country, and my success rate speaks for itself. So now you know where to find good, honest help with your tax problems. What are you waiting for? If you owe more than $10,000 to the IRS or haven't filed in years, call me now at 888-557-4020 or go to MyTaxHelpMD.com for a free consultation and get your life back.
1: Industry Movement Trucking Moves America Forward is telling the story of the industry. Our safety champions, the women of trucking, independent contractors, the next generation of truckers, and more. Help us promote the best of our industry. Share your story and what you love about trucking. Share images of a moment you're proud of, and join us on social media. Learn more at TruckingMuseAmerica.com.
0: Welcome back to Women Road Warriors with Shelley Johnson and Kathy Takaro.
1: If you're enjoying this informative episode of Women Road Warriors, I wanted to mention. Kathy and I explore all kinds of topics that will power you on the road to success. We feature a lot of expert interviews. Plus, we feature celebrities and women who've been trailblazers. Please check out our podcast at womenroadwarriors.com and click on our episodes page. Also, don't forget to follow us on social media. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, LinkedIn, YouTube, and other sites. And tell others about us. We want to help as many women as possible. Life's challenges can be unbelievably tough. Humans often go through trials that are insurmountable, or at least they seem to be. It's absolutely essential to find hope and inspiration to bring us out of the despair. Music is something that brings hope and healing. Award-winning country rock singer-songwriter Sam Roark lives and breathes music. It's music that saved her life and gave her the reason to change and become who she was supposed to be, it pulled her out of a life of drug addiction and despair. Sam believes in the healing power of music and is spreading that message not only with her music, but with her words and her actions. Sam, you're a champion for so many people you're your array of hope. With music, it's rather interesting... I had a music background and originally wanted to be a music therapist. I know that the power of music is amazing. It can invoke so many different emotions. You could hear a song and go back 20 years or 10 years and you're there again. You can take yourself to a place that's safe. It inspires people. There's so many wonderful things about it. Did you want to talk a little bit about how music has helped you in that way?
3: Yes. Um, When I was getting sober, the one thing that I had to figure out was what to do with my time. And I found out that music was a quick way to fill up that time because it was a passion that lit in me. It was something that not only ignited a passion, but it also helped me heal my wounds. It was very therapeutic for me. Um, It really gave me a sense of hope. And that's why I write the songs that I write now, they come from life experience. They come from true stories that I've been through, that I've lived through.
1: Those are the most genuine. Yeah. You know? And it's relatable. Absolutely. What has been some of the feedback you've gotten on your music? I mean, I love your music. It's, it's got a wide variety. How would you characterize your music? And what have people said? How have they responded, your fans?
3: So the one constant that I get, and I love it, I think it's so fun. Uh, I get compared to a country fried version of pink.
1: <laughs> I love it.
3: Uh, my music is very traditional in its country roots, but it's also very versatile because I will add in pop elements when I feel like it, or I'll go straight Loretta Lynn when I feel like it. Um, so it's it's got some range to it. There's a lot of different textures there, and there's something for everybody.
1: And that's good. You know, I think when people are listening to music they're they choose it for not only what they like, what their preferences are, but maybe they want to feel a certain way. So they go to a different song or a different artist to do that.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I know what I should make you feel.
1: Yeah, and music does. I mean, and it's such an element, it's such an art form when you think about it because you've got the lyrics and you've got the music and you've got the rhythm. There's so many different elements. I think it activates different parts of us. Yeah, absolutely. So what would you say for those who are listening who feel so powerless, uh, how can they find something to hang on to? Because we have, when you were talking about the drug addiction and so forth in the Appalachian Mountains, it's all over the country. And I mean, it's just downright scary today. Yeah,
3: I would say that there is always hope. No matter how hopeless any situation seems, Mm -hmm. there's always that ray of hope that we can find if we're willing to look hard enough. But we have to get to a point mentally that we're ready to look for hope, that we're willing to receive it. We have to be open to hope. Hope doesn't just come to us. We have to be willing to receive it. We have to be willing to reciprocate it. The one thing that I can say is all of us are meant to love. There is something that each of us loves. We have a passion, naturally, every single person does, whether it be art or crocheting, um, drawing art, anything. We all have something that we enjoy doing. And if you can just find what it is that makes your heart sing, you can change any situation from the hope that you can find
2: in it. You know, that's so true. Uh, When I went to a rehab program uh, back in 2011-12, my roommate, her and I, she was facing seven years pen time or come to this program. And so she came and um, she ended up, uh, she was human trafficked for since she was 12 and had a really, really rough life. And she ended up uh, hooking on with the Salvation Army and, t- and speaking at conferences worldwide about human trafficking, you know, being on this van, helping girls on the streets and stuff. She uh, was cleaning for eight and a half years. And then when COVID hit, she suddenly relapsed because she wasn't taking care of herself. And she came to live with me and um, this is in 2020. And it didn't matter what I did to try and help her. She couldn't seem to find um, that hope again because she didn't have anything to latch onto anymore. And and no matter what I was trying to do, um, you know, she went back into recovery and, you know, but she kept relapsing and she ended up dying in my house with, you know, uh, drugs and, and in the tiny little town that I didn't even know that they had heroin and fentanyl in. I mean, there's 20,000 people in this town. I'm like, what do you mean? And so what you're saying is so true because in, she, she wasn't latching on to something to give her purpose again. And she was so lost. And it didn't matter what I did. And you can't give that to someone. They have yeah. to find it within their own being. Yeah,
3: absolutely. Yes, you nailed it. Um, and it doesn't even matter how insignificant it might seem in that moment. If you find something that makes your heart happy, chase it. If it is as simple as being a professional card player, if you want to sit around and play Jen Rummy all day because it makes your heart happy, do that. Hold on to that. Chase mm-hmm. that because that insignificant little game could change your life. That passion, that hobby, yeah. that talent that you've had that maybe you've never tapped into.
1: So true. Everybody has to have a purpose and a passion. Yes. And we all do. When people are lost like you were, you lost your purpose, didn't you? I mean, at the age you were at the time, you really probably didn't even know what your purpose was. I had
3: no idea how to even find my purpose. I Mm -hmm. didn't even have the beginning of purpose. Um, I I didn't even know if I really had one. I, I, I spent so much of the early part of my life wondering if I was meant for anything more than what I was suffering.
1: Yeah. We do so much questioning of ourselves. And especially if when we're in dire straits like that, it's so easy to lose sight of us completely and become just drowning in despair. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
3: And it's a trap that's hard to get out of, but there's hope. You can do it.
1: Anyone can do it. Well, you certainly are a living example of that. What was it that finally made you decide, okay, I'm going for this. I I want to make a mark in this life, and I'm going to be the best country singer I possibly can be.
3: My mother and I got to get sober around the same time, but unfortunately the damage she had done to her body from alcohol was too much. She died from multiple system organ failure out of the blue one day it was tragic my mom was a teacher school teacher federal grant writer for the board of education Uh, my stepdad was a leader in the sheet metal union they were two people that no one would have imagined had the problems that they had and when i got to get sober with my mom and spend that time with her when i lost her the one thing that she made me promise her was that i would try to do music and that i would try to do it as a career that I would go for it, no matter what it took. And I knew as she was dying that that's what I was going to do with the rest of my life. And that's exactly what I did just a few years ago. Um, I've only been professionally doing music now in the Nashville scene and and traveling nationally for a couple of years. My mom passed away in 2018. And it took me a little bit of time to get over her death before I could really gather myself. That really set me back. I had to find that hope again. Um, Mm -hmm. But I did, and I went for it. And I'm so grateful that I did because it changed my life even more.
1: It galvanized you. Yeah. All of that. And you've made some tremendous progress since 2018. I mean, it's just phenomenal.
3: Yeah, it's been kind of crazy. I officially made the move to Nashville Jumped in and dove in there headfirst in 2020. Um, I, like I said, it took a little bit for me to get over my mom passing away and for me to get my ducks in a row. But I made that move and I, I just blindly moved to Nashville and the Lord just blessed me with meeting the right people.
1: That's huge because Nashville is so competitive and to find the right people along the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and to be nominated for over six major indie awards in 2020 and then win the female vocalist of the year for the josie music awards this year uh, that's really awesome
3: uh, that was incredible. so awesome getting to step into the circle um on stage at the grand old opry to accept that award this october was the coolest experience of my life it was a bucket moment that i will never ever forget if i go no further then where I've made it, I'm so satisfied with that one moment.
2: I just went to the Grand Ole Opry for the first time with my mother last year. She's going blind and she's uh, 78. And this was one of her dreams since she's a child. And I said, Mom, we're going there. And so we did. And so to watch the every single singer, there was, I think, eight or nine of them that came out. Jelly Roll was there, uh, The Rascal Flats, and a few, uh, quite a few others. And to, to, the, every single person that came on stage was like the honor of standing in that circle was like breathtaking to them. So congratulations to you. Yes. Like, my God, that's such a big thing. It really Thank is. You. Yeah. Bravo.
3: It was I'll never forget.
2: Your mama's smiling in the sky and she's dancing. <laughs> yes, she is. Yeah. yeah. Sam, you've
1: got a lot to be proud of. You've made huge strides in your personal life and in your career, and you're touching so many people with your music. You share your story with people about how music saved your life, and you've been referred to as America's honky-tonk angel. But I think that with what you're sharing and what you're doing, you're everyone's angel because you're bringing hope through music. You certainly deserve all of the honors and accolades that you've earned. I want to share another one of your songs that's been really popular. It's called... Clank, clank.
0: Oh,
1: uh, uh,
3: come on now.
1: Yeah.
3: Get on, girls. Shove yeah. now. Shake those hips down to the ground. Grab a PBR. Let's kill Leon. Come on, clank, clank. Take another tray.
1: Pull one, choke one, grab one, shove one. Hey
0: of Women Road Warriors, coming up. welcome back to women road warriors with shelly johnson and kathy tacaro
1: music is so magical it can transport us to another place it can offer the ray of hope we need to see that there's a brighter horizon it gives us something to hang on to for many people it offers an escape a positive one Award-winning country rock singer-songwriter Sam Roark brings the healing power of music to all of her fans. She discovered that music was a passion that literally healed her wounds. She shares that power in all of her songs. She's got pop elements and even nuances of Loretta Lynn, and many people have called Sam the most talented new country singer they've heard in a long time. She's been compared to country female singers who were popular in the 60s and 70s. Sam's music brings people inspiration the world over. She's done it in record time, too. She recently won the Josie Music Awards Country Female Vocalist of the Year at the Grand Old Opry. We're discussing how music transformed and saved Sam's life. Tell us a little bit about your song, Sam. Do you have a favorite? I know you've got a, a number of songs out there. And I kind of wanted you to maybe talk a little bit about what do you consider your musical style?
3: I consider my musical style to be a mix of traditional country with modern country. Mm -hmm. Um, The traditional country portion comes from my voice, and the modern country portion comes from the music that's added with my voice. So it makes for a unique combination. My favorite song so far is Whiskey. It came out last year. Uh, It is a true story about me getting my heart completely crushed and it uh, it was a really healing tune to write. And it's something people can identify with because mm-hmm. we have all been crushed. We've all had that one heartbreak that we'll never forget.
1: Oh, yeah. And you, yep. you think it's never going to end? It's like, what the heck? And nobody gives you an owner's manual on that either and how to deal with it, a blueprint, you know? <laughs>
3: yeah no they don't and and that song for me was a really fun one to write it talks about kentucky and it's it talks about a lot of comparisons i love kentucky backroads one of my favorite things to do is drive kentucky backroads so that song compares my love for kentucky backroads for the love that i had for that person and how Kentucky and it's whiskey and bourbon all makes me think of all these memories that I've had with that person. So whiskey is something people can really identify with. We've all been through it. Mm -hmm. Um, My other one is about to come out. My other favorite is called Digging Coal, and it is a story about my overdose. Um, It's a story about the struggle that a lot of people in Appalachia live through. It's all about the meth epidemic, and it's about – Unfortunately, not surviving your drug addiction.
1: Unfortunately, that's a reality for a lot of people.
3: And it is. I I survived my overdose, but the one thing I can say almost every drug addict that overdoses doesn't think it's going to happen to them. They're not taking that next hit thinking I'm going to die. Sure. They're thinking just the opposite, or at least I
2: was.
1: Mm -hmm. It's a game of Russian roulette, isn't it?
2: Essentially. Yeah. 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 My friend that died, she had to be Narcan three times uh, during that period uh, that uh, from March 2020 to when she de- when she died in, in December. And I'm like, Tanis, is isn't this like a, a sign for you? I mean, this like three times. You're not going to get away with it all the time. I said, you know, trying to help her. And you no, know, it didn't. She didn't think it would ever happen to her. yeah when I had my
3: overdose I did the same thing I normally did every time like I didn't do a different amount it wasn't like I did this huge crazy amount I was doing the same that I had always mm -hmm. done my regular like half gram that I would do every day and that day I had mixed it with some other drugs and I remember sitting in my bed and I, I felt this pressure hit my chest I felt this incredible coldness and I just remember passing out luckily they found me before I died or I would have died there
1: on the Mm floor wow yeah Yeah. wow and I mean it's a really grave situation across the nation I mean you you, what is it a hundred thousand people are dying from fentanyl every year that doesn't doesn't count all the other drugs that are out there Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm
3: Yeah, I do a lot of work in uh, recovery coaching and sobriety work still. So the one thing that I see right now is fentanyl, and it's in everything. It's in pills. It's in heroin. It's in coke. It's in meth. I mean,
1: people are even lacing marijuana with it. That's just scary. I mean, that stuff—if you get near, terrifying. You get it's terrifying. You just touch it. Um, one little particle—it's toxic to people, isn't it? yes yes it touching your skin can kill
3: you if you get enough
1: in your pores Ugh, it's insidious and it's got to stop um and you can get so many messages out sam especially with your music and you've got wonderful music i like your song grits and you've got clank clank you also did a remake of jolene that was originally recorded by dolly parton did you want to talk about some of those songs too
3: yeah, absolutely. So Dolly has been a huge inspiration for me and I wanted to redo Jolene and put my own twist on it, but still throw tribute to the queen. Um, so we did just that. And it was a project that meant a lot to me. The music videos got about a half a million or I'm sorry, I misspoke. It's got about a quarter million views on it right now on Facebook and then it's on YouTube. You can go check it out anywhere that you have social media. It's on there. Um grits it's actually probably my third favorite song i've ever written and the reason is the grits guide to life is a book my mom bought it for me when i was 10 years old and it is a book about how to be a kick butt take charge female from oh, the South. Like that. very yeah. cool yeah. and so i kept that book i still have it um And I was sitting in my house in Nashville one day and I just kind of looked over at that old book and I thought about Grits, Girls Raised in the South. And I thought about all the things that make us so amazing. And I put it into one song. And Grits is probably the most fun I've had doing a music video yet. It's my favorite music video hands down that we've ever done.
1: It's empowering.
3: It's a fun time. It's a good song. It's empowering. It'll it'll give you the feel-goods.
1: Now, what's Clank Clank about?
3: Clank Clank is about the sound of two glasses hitting together, and it's something that, iconically, when you're in a bar, you hear it, you know somebody is giving a cheers. So Clank Clank is all about letting go and having a good time, and it's just a little bit about that Southern culture. We're in the bourbon trail here, so bourbon and whiskey and things are just kind of part of our culture in Appalachia.
1: Sure. Yeah, people think about, what, Kentucky mash and all of that. and Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Now, I personally don't drink. I used to drink. So I pull a lot of that from my previous experiences in life. Um, But a lot of people do drink casually. They don't have addiction problems like me and I write music for them, too. So that's where Clank Clank comes in and a little bit of grits.
1: Love it. Where do you see your music heading? I mean, you are really on a trajectory to the top, which is terrific.
3: I have no idea, to be honest with you. At this point, it's all been moving so fast and growing so fast that I'm just here for the ride. I'm here to work. I'm here to go. We are traveling. Um, I'm due in Wisconsin in three weeks. My winter tour kicks off. We're going to be going to Wisconsin, Illinois, Nebraska, Tennessee, Kentucky, Jersey, Mississippi, Missouri, and Kansas. All on this first run. And what length of time? Uh, it's gonna be from December through March. Woo! Yeah, busy. You're gonna be real busy. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready to see some snow though. We don't we don't get a whole lot down here in the south. So I'm pretty excited for. Wisconsin. Oh my God.
2: I'll bring you some from Canada. Oh yeah, God. There's can't, tons. Can't. There was such a snowstorm last night. We couldn't even see in front of the blade of uh, my dozer. Like, my God, oh my you want gosh. some? It's all yours.
3: <laughs> Please, that sounds amazing. I can't wait. I took this Wisconsin run just so I could see some snow. Oh,
1: you'll, you'll see <laughs> some
3: there. Absolutely. Yeah, we're heading up to Millrose first.
1: Okay. Very cool. So what kind of messages? I mean, your songs are so insightful and You pull from so many experiences in your life, as music and musicians typically do. What are some of the messages that you want to give your fans? And for those who are really trying to find themselves, what kind of a a message do you have for them?
3: Don't stop. Dig deep. Keep going. Find something that you love and chase it. Chase it with all your might and the Lord just works in mysterious ways. I promise if you do that, things will just work out. And you have to have that faith, that grain of a mustard seed, that it will. But I promise that it will. You just have to push.
2: So when you would come, I have, Oh, go ahead, Kathy. Well, sorry. I have a, a question. When um, like, when I quit drinking, I now have 11 and a half years sober I, when I got this job. I needed to do something because our schedule was 10 days on 10 days off at the time. And like you said earlier, sitting doing nothing for a recovering addict, alcoholic, I mean, it, it's, it's deadly, right? So you need to do something. So yeah. I started giving back. I started giving back to the women's program where I was talking about self-esteem and I started going to women's shelters because of all my history of domestic violence. And then I started going to youth programs uh, like drop-in centers where kids uh, kids on the street can just kind of drop in and hang out and get resources. And I got to tell you, it was the youth that really, really inspired me to keep going. And I noticed a lot of the youth had musical talents that, you know, they'd kind of be playing guitar or, you know, kind of doing whatever. And I was wondering if it ever, if you ever thought about um, possibly when you get time to, to, to kind of drop into some of these youth places and share your story and give them that inspiration that, you know what, that they can, they can be anything they want to be, because I think the youth, well, the youth are are definitely our future for tomorrow, but um, given your history and everything that you've done, you would be such uh, a godsend to them. Have you ever thought about that?
3: I have. It's something I really want to do. I haven't had the time to do it yet or to start pursuing yeah. it. Um, yeah. One thing people don't know that I do is I'm actually a law student on the side as well. So, my associate's degree is in, yeah, I'm free law. Um, My associate's degree is in political science. I'm working on my bachelor's degree in paralegal studies right now. But what I want to do with that is I actually want to offer free legal services for recovering addicts that are underage and were charged like me at 17, for example. I want to help provide legal counsel to them to help get them sober. Bravo oh my god, you're my you. hero. Absolutely. My hero. Wow. I also want to do a little dabbling in family law as well. So I want to help women get out of really bad situations. So wow. um, I'm I'm wow. wanting to get to a point where I can offer those services just on the side, pro bono in special cases. So that's why I'm going to school and that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. I'm a student at Eastern Kentucky University, go E K U. Um, but that's kind of my passion right now, and that's that's how I plan to give back in the big picture.
1: I love it. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. You are a champion, Sam. You really are. I
3: would love to work with youth more, though. So it's definitely something I'm going to look into, Kathy.
2: Oh, yeah. You would make such, I mean, kids. Like, I speak at schools all over the place about pressing charges because I was, you know, gang raped and raped many times and horrible stuff. and so. But I never press charges. So when I go to schools, I speak to the 14 to the 18-year-olds, Um, that's what I talk about is, you know, having that voice and making that difference and standing up for yourself. And I cannot tell you how many times kids have come to see me afterwards, or like I hear from them, like in the weeks following saying that they, they press charges and that, that, that just makes me cry because they found a voice. They found the courage through my story. So I know for a fact that your story, having seen these young artists, um, on, you know, in these drop-in centers for myself. Just to see you and, you know, even if you bring your guitar and play with them, oh my God, you, you have no idea the, the ripple effect that would cause.
3: Are. Kathy, I'm just blown away by you. Like, you are absolutely a God-given support for these kids and these an and advocate for them. Like, I'm just kind of blown away by your story as well. And oh. it's crazy the yeah. comparison between our, our stories and what we've been through.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both of you are doing some tremendous things and in sharing your experiences, you're champion for people who are lost, who have lost their voice, who need to find it again, who need to find the focus and be able to finally be who they're supposed to be. And Sam, with your music, that's a wonderful catalyst for people. Oh, it is. You know, um, there's nothing more therapeutic than music and your music's great.
3: Thank you so much. I so appreciate that.
0: Stay tuned for more of Women Road Warriors coming up.
1: Cathy DeCaro is nothing short of amazing. She's passionate about personal growth and believes anyone can change their circumstances and overcome their obstacles if they believe in themselves. Her life will amaze you and seriously inspire you. Be sure to order a copy of her book, Dream Big on Amazon.com. Industry movement, Trucking Moves America Forward is telling the story of the industry. Award-winning country singer-songwriter Sam Roark says there's always that ray of hope we can find if we're willing to look hard enough. She believes fervently in the power of music for hope and healing, but we have to be open to hope. All of us are meant to love. There's something each of us loves. Every single person has a passion that can pull us out of whatever despair we're in. If you can find what it is that makes your heart sing, you can change any situation from the hope that you can find in it. As she advises, if you're feeling despair, don't stop. Dig deep and keep going. You can find yourself. Find something that you love and chase it. Things will work out. Just have the faith. Sam is just an amazing musician and person, and her story's been just incredible. So where do people find you, Sam?
3: Anywhere that you can buy or listen to music, I am there. Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, YouTube. I'm on all the social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. All you have to do is look up Sam Roark Music.
1: And your last yeah. name's spelled R-O-A-R-K.
2: That's right. I'm going to be putting that on my stick tonight and listening to it while I'm in the middle of a snowstorm and dozing through <laughs> my, through my way through, through the That's night. Awesome. <laughs>
3: There you go. Absolutely. So for those if you want a good driving song, check out Grits.
2: I will. Absolutely. It is a great song, Kathy. Oh my gosh. You, you know, I can't even begin to tell you how much you've inspired me today. And that's the God honest truth. I mean, not that I ever lie, but you know, just listening to you and then, you know, comparing our stories and thinking, man, she rocks. Like, oh my yeah. God, you're my hero. Thank you so much.
3: You too, though. I think I've found my new favorite person. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs>
2: oh.
1: This is wonderful, Sam. I really appreciate you being on the show and sharing your life experience and giving Especially some Especially
2: time from yeah. your busy schedule to be with oh, us.
1: I know. That, right? Thank you that for rocks. having
2: me. This has been such a blast. And
3: I just hope somebody out there has heard this and has listened to all of us talk and listen to the hope that we've all found. And I just hope that we pass it to somebody else.
2: Amen. Totally. Oh, agree. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I can, you know, we reach out a lot of pe- to a lot of people and uh, you're, you've, there's no question that you've inspired thousands and thousands and thousands already. Mm-hmm. So so Thank Sam,
1: you. for those who weren't listening, Sam, uh, if they weren't listening close enough, what is your website again? samroarkmusic.com or you can go find me on any social media
3: platform you can also find me on any platform that you can buy or listen to music
1: and people can find out where they can see you live
3: yes you can check out my facebook it's got all the events for my tour you can go check out my website everything is posted and i hope to see some of you guys in person i'm adding two. you right now on facebook <laughs> Yep.
1: (laughs) This is terrific, Sam. I have really enjoyed talking to you. You are a tremendous inspiration.
3: Well, Thank you. It's been such a pleasure talking with you all too. And you guys have given me some extra inspiration tonight too. Very
1: cool. Thank you, Sam, for being on the show. This is great. We hope you've enjoyed this latest episode. And if you want to hear more episodes of Women Road Warriors or learn more about our show, be sure to check out womenroadwarriors.com. And please follow us on social media. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. Thanks for listening.
0: You've been listening to Women Road Warriors with Shelly Johnson and Kathy Takaro. If you want to be a guest on the show or have a topic or feedback, email us at sjohnson at warriors.com.